Hey, welcome to those that are lurking and listening here in the adult section of what I refer to as the dirty little secrets of the human library. You're going to quickly discover this is not the children's section you've found. The titles belong to the authors, but their secrets will now belong to you. Today, that story is Joel Alexander DeWitt. Not a quick read, not an easy read. Got substance, got depth. My buddy, buddy, Joel, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. You're in Montreal, right? That's correct. I am in Montreal. Uh, awesome, awesome, awesome. Listen, Joel, uh, I told you when uh, we were originally talking that um, I would I only asked two questions and then we go from there, uh, which also could mean I have four questions. So listen, if your life up to this point was a book, what would the title be? Uh, you know what? I had a really hard time with this one. It would be either swimming upstream or against the grain. Ooh, good. I like that. I like that. I mean, you could have a subtitle. I have some of my authors say, and the subtitle of my book would be, so we could choose either one and go with it. So in your opinion, though, what are the must read chapters of this book? Uh, well, I have a few. Would you like to hear them? I want to hear them all. The dirtier, the better, my friend. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, we are in the library. I am drinking a BC wine right now. So, you know, you talk, I'll listen and drink, and this could get really fun. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, well, first of all, it's the first chapter would be is an egg is planted. Okay, the second chapter would be forming opinions or just feeling the water. The third mm -hmm. would be braving the first leap. And the fourth would be up a waterfall. And lastly, calm waters. Wow. Okay, now you have uh, got my interest up. Let's go back and uh, tell me some of the highlights of those chapters. Why the title and what it's about on that chapter. Chapter one. Okay, well, an egg is planted. It's a unique story because my parents uh, started moving to Thailand when I was one years old. So in some kind of way, they were like swimming upstream and they laid an egg. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like they they went against the grain and uh, against all all odds, they chose a really weird career choice being being missionaries <laughs> okay now for those that are lurking and listen i actually know joel's parents i mean um i was finishing up my uh sentence at eastern Penn, and my probation was the year after that uh, peter his dad arrived eastern pentecostal bible college we're talking about so i and i've only really reconnected with your parents uh it's been like 40 years now i've remained good looking and extremely handsome um and it looks like your parents have done the same thing so out of all that they uh so so they they became mission they became missionaries and so they just uprooted you and and the rest of the family and moved to to, to asia yep that's exactly what they did they said wow they said we have a dream and the church has a dream also so we're going to go to the the, what is it called the 940 window or something 
something something like that i i, I was all yeah yeah <laughs> i think yeah. i've been out of that realm for a little while and i forget all the terminology they use but i think it's something like that somebody will obviously write in and correct us but that's okay i love it <laughs> good good i'm glad okay so um it, but you said you're only like a year old yeah i was only a year year old i went to thailand and i was like i was speaking a little bit of thai back then uh and then I went back to Canada, and then I lost all of my tie. Okay. You went back on your own, or your parents went with you? That's it. I'm not doing this no more. I can't stand it here. No, I'm no, going no. back. I, I rebelled <laughs> against my parents, and I said, I'm going back. So I went and lived back in Canada while I was uh, one and a half years old. Beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> 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 it's like Stewie. You you're the Canadian Stewie. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> so chat then the next chapter you're talking about. Tell me more. Oh uh, yes, it's called uh feeling the water. Okay, that's definitely piqued my interest. Feeling the water. Yes. So it's like you know how salmon swim upstream and they lay their eggs and then like the salmon go downstream like mm -hmm. small babies. Yeah. And so feeling the water for me is like where I was like growing as a person and like forming opinions. So mm -hmm. during this time I had uh, in high school, this is when I started first uh, feeling strongly about uh, rules and, uh, and uh, conservative opinions where I decided I would write a manifesto in my high school where I rebelled against many of the rules such as chewing gum or you can't hear you can't wear your hair in a certain way mm -hmm. and i posted it on the bulletin board and no one caught me but i could have gotten in a lot of trouble for it that's for sure really um what kind of school was it was it a private school or it must have been a private school because i can't imagine a public school it was an Same. international school okay Okay. Yeah. So this was when you're back in Canada at an international school? Uh, no, this was in okay. Thailand you're... when I was in Oh, Thailand. Wow, gosh, you took on a whole country. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good so, for you. Yeah, I know, but I feel kind of guilty about it uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it's like you said, you're, I mean, you're just sort of, you know, you're feeling your way along, you know, yeah. and, and trying to, you know, we uh, here in uh, in my home, we have uh, we have inter international students um, that we have live with us. They go to the local high school and um, I just listen to some of the stuff they go through and what they're thinking. And it's like, wow, you it's harder choices. These are harder choices. Like the other day we were we got into this conversation about, um, you know, I said, you know, when I was going through, it was like, you know, you're either gay or straight. But I said, now, I mean, you've got gay, straight, bi, da, 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 da. And, and I said, wow, that in itself is confusing. And then everything else you've got to decide in life. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. So uh, you created, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta give kudos. I give kudos to you. I mean, you create your own manifesto and I mean, you sort of nail it to the, to the, I mean, not the front doors, but to the uh, bulletin board. So was it ripped down or? Yeah, I, I printed it and I posted it and uh, they had a whole uh, assembly about it and 
they're like, whoever did this, <laughs> this is not correct. <laughs> but like so, in, inside, I still felt like I was right. You know, like these rules were ridiculous. Like you can't wear your hair the certain way. You can't uh, wear shorts if you did, like if you were a girl, like these were mm -hmm. kind of like opinions that I was like trying to like, I don't know, just as the word is manifest right yeah. right so so you didn't have anybody like like people looking you know sort of side glancing you while they're you know lecturing from the front going i don't know who did this <laughs> <laughs> maybe they maybe they knew but they didn't have enough evidence <laughs> <laughs> and so began the career of being a uh, whatever disturber um <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i i yeah i like that sort of thing um so then next tell me the next chapter let's sure uh it would be calling braving the first leap and that would be about okay so it would be about um so basically as you know a salmon starts to swim upstream mm -hmm. okay against the water so right. that was when I had to, well, I felt compelled to come out. Okay. And I was met with the pushback of the water. So uh, it wasn't even just my own parents, but it was even my friends and my, um, what do you call that person who you look up to? Um, I, uh, your peers, right? Yes, peers. Thank you. So uh, usually when, when, when people do that, like come out, you get the pats on the back, good for you, but here your friends, is that because it was uh, within a Christian school context? Was it, you know? Oh, yes. It was in very much a whole Christian community. So I was, mm. I was um, not sure what the word is again, but I was encircled by, mm -hmm. by, christianity and beliefs in christianity so it was everyone i knew and everyone that i was surrounded by except for a few people i will have to say that uh -huh. that were very against me uh coming out and told me that i have to to come back to the own christian ways right yes and, and so, I mean, but how's that? Okay, so you're, you're what, like 14, 15 years of age? I must have older. been about 16. Okay, but still, I mean, 16 years of age. Yeah. Um, you're, you're technically going up against an entire system yeah. um, uh, of church and Christian school and friends and peers. And uh, like truly, I mean the the analogy you give is awesome i mean it's just like it is it's like it's you're swimming upstream you know um and and it's like i gotta do this um so then it technically i guess it starts with you know nailing this manifesto to the bulletin board <laughs> and then it's like okay <laughs> sort of got away with that sort of i mean you know so then you move into this so what's going on inside of you you know, are you saying, okay, maybe I am wrong. Maybe I'm not that way. Maybe, you know, uh, tell was, me about, tell us about that. I was riddled with so much guilt. Uh, Paul, mm. I was, 
in my own head. I was looking to the Bible for answers. I, um, I, I, I asked the teacher about it. And this one teacher, she was really grace, graceful. And she Ooh. gave me a Bible verse. And I don't have the Bible verse with me now. But it basically told me, like, you are who you are. Wow. And, and that was like kind of a relief for me because it was the first person that I told who was, but she was a teacher at the conservative school. So she could get in trouble for giving me any inclinations about it's right. okay. So she was the first one who gave me kind of like a secret code, if I can interpret it like that. Yeah. But I mean, part of me says maybe for her, maybe there was also struggle there for her. Um, personally, or maybe she saw enough Joel's coming through the system, you know, mm. that she was at, she was at a point of wondering and questioning, you know, true. Uh, uh, you know, I, I often think sometimes the people we reach out to that are, you know, sort of these, these beacons a lot in, in the midst of this mess, dark mess. It's like, wow. Yeah. Okay, I, you know, that's sort of their thing, and they give it to you, and you run with it. Have you ever talked to her since, or? Uh, not quite. She, she, she moved on from the school system, and she had her own mm -hmm. life. So, like, yeah, I've seen some pictures of her on Facebook, but that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so, so. Okay. So she gives you a she gives you a, a scripture verse, and you're feeling good about it. Um. When did you come out to your parents? I mean, here you're telling telling us that I mean they're missionaries. They're I know they're be with the Pentecostal Assemblies of Canada. Um, I mean, I know their doctrines. <laughs> That's not one of them, you know. Are, are you asking me like uh, how I came out to my parents? Yeah, well, how'd you come? Yeah, how did you come out to your parents? And then what was their reaction? Hmm, that's a really uh, great story, actually. So it all began with me telling one of my friends, actually, uh, she was one of my <laughs> ex-girlfriends because okay. we tried to date, but it didn't work out. So <laughs> she told her uh, grandmother about me and my grandmother knew my parents and she gave the message to my ex-girlfriend that if I don't tell my parents now, that she mm -hmm. would tell my parents. Was that, was it like she was trying to encourage you to do that or was a, it was a threat? It was a threat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But Fair I don't know. She, maybe it was an encouragement, but like she didn't talk to me. Mm -hmm. She gave the message to, uh, her name was, uh, I'm just going to use a, an ad lib name. Her name was, sure. Uh, Abigail. Okay. So Abigail told me that I needed to tell my parents. And I think this was a threat because I know their family and it was a very conservative family as well. Mm. Yeah. So I had to go home that day and I opened the door of my mother's, uh, my, of my mother. Mm -hmm. and she was lying in bed and she's like, oh, what's up, hon? And I was just like, <laughs> Uh, nothing. And, you know, you know how, like, when you know you have to tell somebody something, yeah. but you don't want to, so you, you, you just evade it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Of course. So it was almost about like 20, 30 minutes. I'm just like staying in a room, twiddling my thumbs. There was no phones back then. So it's like, I'm not looking at my phone. I'm just looking <laughs> in the air. So she knew something was up. So I had to like go to her and I was like, okay, mom. So you know how like girls like boys and boys like girls? She's like, yeah. Like, well, I'm a boy who likes boys. And so that was, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> so it wasn't the tearful, oh, baby, come here. Oh, oh no. No, not at all tearful. No, it was it was angry. Mm. I was met with anger. Mm. But I forgive her to this day. It's It's okay because she's one of my biggest supporters now. But, oh, uh, she really is. She yeah. really is. I would never stand in the way uh, of Patricia DeWitt and her children, any of them. <laughs> you will lose a limb. You will lose limbs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That woman could get into a men's washroom and not because she has the equipment, but you'd think she did. So, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> So, so here, here you've, you've gone in and you've taken good 30 minutes and then you blurt this out. I, I, I've, I've so been there, but try doing it with a, with a wife. Um, oh, and she... it's just like, okay, this isn't going like I thought it would go. Oh no. <laughs> hey, listen, you look, you're I'm like you. It's like, you look back and you go, Hey, you know what? It happened. And, and it was, you know, the way it was, but sometimes after a while, it gets, it's like, I think I'm telling somebody else's story, but it's like, no, no, I know that's my story, but it doesn't have the effect, you know, for me anymore. You know, it's not a weepy or anything like that. You see purpose and destiny. Okay. But you got to take this on from, from, I mean, she, she's angry. She's spitting nails or, or whatever. I mean, don't want to put her in a bad, you know, picture, but I mean, she's dealing with, you know, the knowledge she had at the time. She, she was just scared. Yeah. Yeah, she was scared for me and my eternal mm -hmm. life, I think. And like yeah, about yeah. my my whole life in, within the community as well. I think she I didn't always, react I, on hate or hatred. No. She acted on love at that point. Yeah, and she, she was going on the basis of the knowledge she had and the understanding that she had, you yeah, know. Exactly. I mean, I always tell people like truth is, is, is like the universe. It's ever expanding, you know, they're you know, it, you get a better understanding of that. Um, I always remember saying to my daughter, who is now in her 30s, you know, if either of the boys came out to you, what would your, she said, dad, I would, you know, I would love them. You know, my husband and I could care less, you know, what gender they prefer. She said, I would just be, and you sort of nailed it. I would just be scared because I know, and I saw what people did to you. And I, I don't want anybody to hurt my baby. I don't want anybody to hurt my child and I can't protect them. I wouldn't be there always to protect them. And I'm sure that's, you know, I mean, that's probably your, your definitely your mother's response is part of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. She was, she was definitely like in fight, fight or flight mode. Mm, of yeah. course. Of course. So then your dad wasn't there obviously at that time. Obviously I asked, I begged her, don't tell dad. <laughs> <laughs> every son's uh, or child's don't tell that. <laughs> <laughs> but she said that she was obligated to so mm -hmm. i was uh sitting in my room waiting mm -hmm. for it 
And, uh, you know, they both came in very politely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they sat down on my bed, just kind of like, oh, how are you? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. And they were like, so. It's like the reverse. You're coming in doing the, okay, how are you? Fine, good. Now they're coming into your room doing it. That's good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So they basically, like, you know, told me the rules of Christianity and, like, mm -hmm. how, how we need to follow them. And if we don't follow these rules, then we have to suffer some some consequences and in my in my heart of hearts okay which is like why i feel like i'm swimming upstream mm -hmm. is that i felt like i was right or that i had a conviction mm -hmm. where my right to to be myself and to feel the way I wanted to feel about certain people and to how to fall in love and how to imagine what falling in love was like mm -hmm. was so strong that I held my ground. And wow. so I was very silent during their discussion. I didn't say a word because I knew whatever I said, however I felt, it wasn't going to get through to them. And I think that got them a little bit upset. Mm. But I, I, it's like I always say, when you go through something like this, you get the old police shows, you know, like the, you know, uh, whatever you express can and will be used against you. <laughs> so it's just best to shut your mouth and get in the back of the car, put the cuffs on. Let's go. Oh, totally. uh, not, that I've, not that I've been there, not that I've been there, but I've watched enough police shows. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, honestly, Joel, I mean, it it blows my mind talking to you. I just, I can see this, you know, in, in, in this, but I'm thinking, wow, 16, you know, like it's just, that's a major step. That's a lot more than just nailing, you know, your manifesto to the bulletin board. I mean, it's like, because, because for me, it's like, you know, all of a sudden you're losing the, 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 the support of your, your faith community is one, but then your family, that's, that's, that's a huge, you know, and yet you were smart enough to say, I'm just going to shut up. I'm just going to shut up right now. You know, I'm going to listen, but you, but you didn't say, okay, for the sake of peace, I'll just turn and go back downstream. Mm -hmm. So you just kept swimming upstream. Yeah, Take I us can't... on my friend, take us on. You can't leave us at this point. Uh, Take us you, further up the screen. Well, just tell us more. What happened then? I mean, you know, the you know, like it's just it was like, okay, I'm leaving home, or you know, because no, I mean, no, your parents are father... accepting of you. Your parents are accepting of you now, but yes. what's what's the in between of that? Okay, of course. So basically, my father decided that I needed to see a therapist. Mm -hmm. So we went to Canada from Thailand uh, at a certain time. I'm not sure I can recall a certain time. And my father decided to drive me all the way to the therapist and wait in the waiting room while I talked to her. Mm -hmm. So I basically, as maybe, you know, 16 or 17 by now, I was just like, yeah, this is how this is how I feel. This is how I imagine love. 
this is um this is uh i've told god already and he said it was okay <laughs> and and she she replied i'm not laughing at you i just love the way you said that it was just like i told god he said it was okay <laughs> yeah i did that's another story for sure i went to <laughs> camp and oh, had a really? okay. moments and yeah yeah for sure and i've had a lot of religious moments so uh this one with god in particular i was like are you sure this is okay and i heard him speak back to me he said yeah it is okay and so i went with it i was like okay well i've heard from you before so let's you know let's keep swimming upstream so anyways i was at this therapist and she said oh my gosh this is almost similar to what god said she's like it's okay <laughs> so so i get out of the the therapist room right and i get in the back in the car with my dad and my dad asked me so what did she say and i was like yeah she said it's okay <laughs> i swear to god he took he took the wrong exit off the highway <laughs> he was so in remiss of what happened oh my gosh he actually took the wrong exit <laughs> See, God has a sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> Watch, he's going to take the wrong access. He'll be okay, but he's going to take, uh, you know, there's, a, I mean, there's, there's a, uh, there's sort of a good connection for that. Uh, there's a good, you know, I mean, that's a good picture of what was going on inside of him. You know, it's like, I took the wrong exit, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I got off on the wrong exit. I got I off on the anger that. exit. Really, I maybe really should have got off on the, on the next exit. Mm, so, yeah. so he has to drive home and tell your mom that this counselor says eh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, then they bought a lot of books and like they're like, who who messed up? Was it dad mm -hmm. because he he was serving the the Christian community so much that he wasn't home, or was it right. mom? So they went through a lot of searching, mm -hmm. and then my mom. Suddenly, she flipped, and she even got a tattoo, you know, of that, um, what do you call, like, the, the triangle, the pink triangle that they gave oh, yeah. the, right, right. the Holocaust survivors who were labeled yep. as the LGBTQ. Yep, yep. And so, I was surprised at first. I was like, Mom, you don't have to do that. But <laughs> it was, like, kind of, like, I don't think it was an apology, but it was an alliance started between her and um, that was that was in, in my mind, honestly, Joel. It's, a, it's like, OK, then what she did is went up to the bulletin board and nailed her manifesto next <laughs> to her stunts, if not on yeah. top of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, was your dad is quick to come around? I, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, you know get you to crap on anybody i just you know i'm just curious you know well I, and i think he knows this and i think he wouldn't be ashamed to uh even admit but no he wasn't quick to come around mm. okay so he had this yep. idea that i would still uh get engaged with a female right um as you know as any father would want for their son yeah. So I think he had this idea of me 
having a family and um, the family that he wanted for me. Mm-hmm. And so that's perfectly fine in all its aspects because to have a family is great and to be marriage in a straight arrangement, that mm-hmm. is also an amazing thing. I have no qualms about that. Right. But the fact that he was pecking me so much about it, mm-hmm. like constantly, and that I couldn't tell him, you know what, uh, dad, I, I kind of like this guy. But he'd be like, oh, but you're going to marry a girl, right? So it was this constant peckering. or yeah. uh, And so at, at one point, though, my dad did uh, come around. And I think his heart grew bigger because of mm-hmm. it. And I commend my dad for, for doing that, which is really great of him. Yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, I, your dad would definitely be standing alongside your mother and, you know, it's like, hold on here, hold on here. That's my son, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, oh, absolutely for sure. But it, there is that aspect. I, uh, my partner's uh, daughter had her 16th or 18th birthday. We did a surprise birthday party for her. This is several years ago. And one of her school friends uh, that came to the surprise party, um, you know, after the party, you know, my partner and I were just sort of cleaning up and then just sort of sitting around. And so this guy came over and sat next to me and it was, it was his coming out. It was so, I mean, it was, it really moved me. It touched me. I mean, I laughed about it at the same time though. So he looked, he said, so you got to understand they, these, these kids all go to a very strip Pentecostal Christian school out here, you know, um, I think they even have water into wine glasses or something. I don't know. Um, but, um, and so he just looked at me and he said, so um, you're gay. I said, yep, that would be correct. I am with that guy over there. And then he's, his eyes filled with tears and he said, I am too. And I said, wow, congratulations. Good for you. I've told nobody. I've told nobody. And I'm so scared to tell my parents. I said, really? Why? They will be so angry. They'll be so angry. And I said, I said, I said, look, they will be. And they'll probably say some stuff that's not very nice. And also understand that you can come over and live with Ben and I. We have a guest room until it blows over, but it will blow over. And I said, I guarantee you, I said, I've been in this long enough to know your mother will come around first. And then she will say to your dad, he is our son. This is our child. Because you spend nine months in, in, in your mother's womb. I mean, there's a great connection there. And I, I, I don't have any science for it, but I, just, I, I always feel that the boys really seem to connect with their mothers, you know? Mm. And I said, then your dad will come around your dad the dads do eventually come around it's just a, it's just a tough journey because it's like what did i do wrong you know i mean i went through the same with my own dad it was like i have four brothers and so my dad was like you know what did i do wrong did i not spend enough time with you i said uh yeah well dad if that's the truth of why i am gay then all my other brothers must be gay too because <laughs> they didn't get any more time than i oh, I, don't, I don't understand this it's like you don't have to you don't have to. I'm the one that has to. And, you know, just, you know, because it, it, it's it's the point you, you need to know somebody's standing with you, you know. So, and what about your siblings? Like uh, your brothers, about- your sisters, were they, hey, 
oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my two older brothers were very fine with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, my two younger sisters were very young at the time, so they couldn't understand. But I have this memory of my uh, youngest sister, uh, younger sister, sorry, Alicia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she'll laugh at this because I posted a picture of the pussycat dolls on my bedroom wall because okay. I love their music. And, yeah. you know, they were like posing very sexy. And yeah. she came in without my permission once and she just tore the picture up. Really? I'm not sure why. But... <laughs> don't go back, Joel. Don't go for the girl. <laughs> not, no, no, they're, in, they're in gay icons. Way. They're gay icons. We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't think like anyone told her yet about the situation. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, perhaps she thought he's he's been corrupted by rock and roll. I mean, that was you're you're too young but when your dad and i were you know probably around your age that was the big thing of backward masking on records and stuff like that and messages from the devil and on and on and on so okay so you you you've come out you came out and when did when when was the turning point for you where it was like okay we're good just it was a natural thing or is there a certain event where you said yeah i can always remember when it was like okay i know i'm okay i know my family's okay with this you mean like a a a complete turnaround or yeah yeah or is there a complete turnaround maybe there isn't a complete turnaround you know there's all you know maybe there's people in your family or you know your parents can i guess in your parents connection there's always like maybe one day you know a beautiful girl will walk into his life and change him forever (laughs) <laughs> uh not in my immediate family no 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 um so uh, tell me tell us the next chapter i mean you, you, i think we're up to what are we chapter three or something like that that's true you're a great listener oh, thank you <laughs> so what's next chapter four yes the chapter four is up a waterfall Oh my God! You're going upstream now, up a waterfall. <laughs> well, first you you get the first leap. That was the third chapter, and then you're going. Right. You start going up the waterfall. Right. Yeah. And what's this? What's this chapter involved? So it's a crazy story. Okay. So I was on this convert. Sorry, a conservative website. Okay, that's like conspiracy theories, whatnot. Very against uh, LGBTQ. Very like. The, the planes are bringing down pesticides on us to kill us, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anyways, so... If, I Joel, was... just to interrupt you and stop there. If you lived out here in, in, in BC, especially Vancouver, I mean, these conspiracy theorists walk the streets and share them all. <laughs> all the time. I mean, if I want conversation entertainment, I just go sit in a park. Hey, <laughs> here's a flyer. Sign this. What for? Well, the clouds up there. You see the clouds? That's not clouds. They're not clouds. No, they're filled with radioactive gases and they're getting into me and onto you. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt, but go no, ahead. Not at all. That's, uh, that's hilarious, actually. My partner always runs from them and that. he said, why do you engage them? Why do you engage them? I said, <laughs> I'm curious. I like the entertainment. You know, I don't plan to sign anything, but it's like, tell me, tell me more why you're giving your life to this cause. You 
And please don't ask me to ask Jesus into my heart after you tell me this conspiracy theory. Please, no. Yeah. There's few of those out here. Uh, <laughs> okay, so so go ahead. Go ahead. You're, you're on this website, this, you know. Yeah, and, I, <laughs> and it was all about, like, uh, uh, it was, it was, there was this one post, okay, that was just got to me. It was about, uh, you know, like, gays cannot get married. Um, and I decided to engage. I I threw out a lot of uh, uh, verbiage and, uh, not verbiage, but like a lot of common sense. Mm -hmm. I made some common sense on this website. And this website was actually really popular. It's called Godlike Productions, if you don't know. I got to check it out. Pardon me? I'm going to check it out. Uh, today, it's still a, a web of lies. So anyways, I had posted uh, or responded, to be more exact, to this really negative viewpoint. Mm -hmm. And I kept going and going and going and... It was like maybe about a week where I had like kept going and going. And the funny thing is the people who were on that website who were saying they were saying like, oh, I'm a Satanist. I'm I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm corrupting the world with my thoughts, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I just kept going and they stopped responding. So the day after. Okay, and I'm not saying it has to do with anything with what I did, but right. I just think it's a funny coincidence. That day, Obama approved gay marriage. And I was just like, what? <laughs> now look what you've done, Joel. <laughs> now look what you It's all your fault. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next, you're going to bring down the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, my God. <laughs> But I, I just think like I had a voice that was a similar voice to a lot of people at the same time. Mm -hmm. and so I just coincided with that decision of of that choice that the president mm -hmm. of the American made. That's that's see, I think like woven through all your stories is like you have these God moments, you know, uh, I mean, and I know everybody that listens to this isn't into God. And I mean, they refer to him, her as the universe. And I'm fine with all that. But I just always remind people, you know, you know, whether you like it or not, you are a spirit. That's the real you. You have a soul. That's your mind, your will, your emotion. And you live in this earth suit, this body. If you don't have one, you're not on the planet, you know. But I think where everybody misses out is, and that's where you're bringing it is like, yeah, well, God still talked to me. You know, and I knew it was God because I know him, you know. So I, I just think that's an awesome part of, of your story. So holy smokes. Yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. Uh, can we move on to the next chapter or, or is there more of going up the up the up the waterfall? <laughs> oh, wow. You're taking notes, huh? Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, I, I have this phenomenal ability to just remember stuff about people and I'll see them you know, five years later, and I'll bring up a story, they'll tell me, and they're like, oh my God, you still remember that story? I don't know what it is. I could just, it, it's just people's stories. I, I find people fascinating. That's why I'm doing this podcast, um, you know, and co collecting a, a human library of stories. So, you know, 
that's why I, when we did that chat, it's like, oh yeah, I got to have this guy on this, this guy is. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, sorry, I'm babbling. Wow, that's a great characteristic I wanted to say. Well, thank you. You're, you're very kind. You have your, so much of your parents, you know, I mean, gentleness and kindness. I mean, I'm sure they have other sides to them, but you know, it, it just comes uh, through loud and clear with you. Um, you know, plus the, I'm going to take on the whole conservative group here. Oh. <laughs> you sort of see that you're calling, like I'm going to take on a conservative church. I'm going to take on a conservative website. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's my calling, right? You know, people will people will hear this and it'll get out and they'll go, he's the Antichrist. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Somebody said that to me one time that I was like, <laughs> so when I met them in person, I put a I put a, a sticker on my head that had six, six, five. Oh, and like when they saw me, they looked, they said, what? The? I said, you ever feel like you're just missing the mark? Maybe just a little bit. You know? <laughs> Just you're by insane. one number? Yeah. You're insane. Yes, I am insane. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. Uh, plus, I always tell people, if you lose a whole bunch of friends, it saves you so much money. Christmas, birthdays, everything. You know, like I don't mind when people stop being nice to me or leave me. It's like, good, I don't feel guilty for not sending them a Christmas gift or something like that. <laughs> I went through a stage where I worked at a Jewish uh, organization. So I told everybody that I couldn't celebrate Christmas just so I could save money. No, they'll find out I'll I'll lose my job. Oh my God. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, These things can't can't take a chance. Anyways, (laughs) keep going. It's a good thing. We don't live closer because you could really corrupt me badly. Um, So, okay. So we're what happens next in Joel's life. Okay, I guess uh, we're still on chapter four, so yeah. it would be called Defending the Legalization of Drugs for Safety. Okay, so Ooh. I did a, um, a thesis in, in university where mm-hmm. I argued that if we legalize drugs, it would be safer for people in that... Uh, People can die uh, non, uh, non, and intentionally, non intentionally, mm-hmm. because yep. their drugs are laced with, with super duper other drugs. Yeah. And oh, I, for sure. And I, I argued that because of the time of the prohibition of alcohol, there was a lot of people who died because of bootleg alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that brings me to my next chapter where right now, BC, uh, British Columbia, has started trials of decriminalizing drugs. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, I was just going to mention that to you. Yeah. And I love that. I think that's great because you're not punishing the people who are taking drugs. You are just punishing the people who are um, distributing. The yeah. Drugs. Well, because that's where they, they, I mean, this is a real criminal activity, you know, and then they lace it with something or, you know, it's inferior and stuff like that. And I mean, within these, you know, uh, drug houses where they can go and administer, I mean, we have people, you know, so upset about that stuff, but there's enough of a, you know, enough of a, a groundswell here that says, whoa, 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 this is, this is a good thing. 
You know, this is we're we're not having the deaths we have had. And, you know, I mean, I, I've had people say to me, you know, some of my conservative friends that I still have, it's like, yes, but you know, they're 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 harming their bodies and things like that. Yeah, well, so are you on your fifth taco. But you know, I mean, and I know it's you know a different comparison, but you know, the, the, you got to leave them to a point. It's like, well, at least I want you to be safe if you're going to do this. You know, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and I and and I will and I'm so known for this is I I, I to push this envelope as far as it'll go. Um, you know, even when I was in pastoring churches. You know, when I would, I, I would, I would go out to speak in these big churches and they were, you know, nine to, I don't know why these ministers would do this before they introduced me. They'd tell me something there. They'd announce the church. Now, don't forget, we're going to march on the abortion clinic next week. You know, and inside I'd be going, oh, no, 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 no. And trying to, and it's like, okay, I'm not going to say anything, but feeling that inside, you got to say something. No, I don't got to say something. I just don't want to say. So I usually would stay up and say, wow, wow, heard what's going on next Wednesday. I said, actually, you know, because that was when Morgenthaler was around. And I said, you know, Mr. Morgenthaler actually thinks he's doing a good thing. And to be quite honest, he probably is. Because I said, what was happening, what has happened up to him was women were, you know, going down back alleys and doing it with coat hangers and right. destroying their falling down the stairs. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, so, and I said, so when you go there and you're going to march, I said, actually, if I were you, and I said, as I'm reading the Beatitudes by Jesus, um, I said, and the whole talk of love, I said, we only have three responses to the girls who are going in to have the abortion. If you're having the abortion because you can't afford the child, listen, if you want the child, our church will help you, you know, will help you raise the child. We'll give you the money to raise the child. If you can't, you don't want the child because you just don't want the child. We have people in our church that will adopt the child and take it. Or if you're just going to have the abortion, you're going to tell me to F off. You're having it anyways. Just want you to know we love you. We care about you. However, we can help. Let us know. I said, there is no other response. Yeah. And then it got real quiet. And then I was like, okay, well, turn in your Bibles and uh, we'll start uh, preaching for you. <laughs> so, but no, I, I just think like whether it's drugs or anything like that, like, I mean, we want everything crisp and clean and we don't understand people's lives are messed up. I mean, they really are messed up, you know, and it, it doesn't do us any good to beat them up, you know? Yeah. So, and I mean, you know, as well, what is, you know, it's like, uh, but anyways, I, I've talked enough about me. I want to hear more of your, uh, the book, the book of called Joel by Joel. <laughs> um, so next chapter, okay, you're going to have well, to make chapters up soon. <laughs> Tell me more. This is good. <laughs> well, the last chapter is called Calm Waters. So you're up above the falls now. Yeah, I, I've, I feel like I've kind of, you know, I've, not that I don't have anything to fight for, but mm -hmm. I, I'm in calm waters now, and it's time for me to, to, to step back a little bit, mm -hmm. keep defending what I believe in, right, but to maybe give it to someone else. I'm not sure about this because, you know what, maybe there is another waterfall. But at mm -hmm. this moment, for the last couple years, I felt 
safe and comfortable and and just like I okay you know what I I did my part I I stood up for a lot of things I yep. I've I've been brave and everything like that and now it's time for me to just take a step back and to reassess everything and then when I'm ready I can go up the stream again mm-hmm and I think that's wisdom. I, 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 I you know, I, I, but I also think for, for people like yourself, as I'm listening to you and sharing all this, it's like, yeah, guaranteed this guy will be, there's, there's something little further upstream, you know, I mean, uh-huh. whether, and you know, as well as I do, I mean, whether we like it or not, we're like, <laughs> uh, I know. Oh gosh, there's little rapids there. This is not a good sign. <laughs> This means not that it's I'm afraid. It's like, oh, crap, I'm going to have to get involved in this. You know, I mean, <laughs> hopefully you, you you eventually find that special someone uh, who uh, like I have. <laughs> it's sort of good to have somebody tugging on you going, are you absolutely sure you should get into this, wade into this? And I always get to look into his eyes and say, absolutely, I am positive. I'm not ready. And I don't think it's the smartest thing to do, but I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> Either come in, swim with me or hold this life, you know, this life preserver and throw it to me if I start looking like I'm drowning. But <laughs> yeah, eh. it's called conviction. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know what? That's that's really true, Joel. It's just it's like these are my convictions. And you know what? You can blame the church for that. Really? I mean, because that's what they taught us as we were growing up about going with our conviction, you know, you know, the whole thing of no matter what, others may reject Jesus, but you must go on. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's true. I have. And then he just keeps telling you to take that on and take that on. And, uh, you know, I mean, look at your dad and mom, I mean, in the midst of Paris and, you know, all those displaced people and, you know, I mean, your dad and mom are, I don't know if they are, but I mean, they could be looking going, yeah, we should retire soon. But I just don't get that impression when I, you know, see your dad's postings and that eh, this guy ain't ready. He's like, I got a couple more battles in me, you know, to, yeah. you know, help out, do something or go somewhere. Yeah. Well, if my dad had a couple of battles in him, I definitely have more, a few battles left in me. Holy smokes. He'll be handing the torch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, I, I say, Dad, if you wanted a normal son, I'm not that one. You know, you might look at the other two, but I'm not. The, I, 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 I don't enjoy, enjoy normal, you know. But I'm also I'm also not out to just offend people. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, you know, I'm also the first one to say, if I offend you, it's like, I am so sorry. And I really mean that. I am so sorry, you know. Sometimes my mouth gets ahead of my brain, but you know, so, uh, but no, 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 no. So, so you don't know what's next. Um, you, you, have you, have you met anybody? Are you, you know, is there serious or maybe you don't want to talk about that. If you don't want to talk about that, that's fine too. Um, you know, this isn't Tinder or Grindr. This is uh, Paul's dirty little secret. <laughs> so. But it's a secret, isn't it? Isn't it? Is it is it a secret? What? Your 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 Paul's dirty little secret. Is it really a secret? 
Uh, you know what? I, it's really funny, Joel. When I started doing this, people said, I don't have any dear little secrets. But what we think is, you know, other people go, oh, my God, he's going through what I or he said, you know. And, and it, you know, so so they're, they're really not dirty little secrets, but in some parts of society, I guess they would be considered, you know, uh, and we all probably your parents uh, and my parents and grandparents, you know, grew up in this stuff where it's like, we just don't talk about it. You know, I mean, you know, it's like going to church, you have a big fight in the car and then you get out and then you walk in and greet everybody like you're the most loving, happy family there is. <laughs> yeah. But I also think your what you have an understanding of is 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 intimacy, you know, because it, intimacy requires vulnerability. I mean, you know, when when what other time can you be intimate, right? Well, you know, when you're intimate with somebody, you're naked. The most intimate, you're naked. Well, you know, then you're vulnerable and curious, and but that's 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 intimacy, and I think if anything, you know. We need people that are vulnerable and, and saying, hey, I'm willing to get naked with you in my thoughts, you know, or my opinions. I'm willing to make myself vulnerable. You know, I have nothing, you know, for like you, it's like, I just say, yeah, everybody knows my secrets. You, know, you, you should come out in the church as a pastor. It's like, I used to say to my daughter and son, listen, uh, the rumors have me having a lot more fun than the actual but, you know, it's nice to hear the rumors that are out there, you know, first time I haven't started them. Um, but yeah, I, 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 you know what, I, I can't thank you enough for, for, you know, taking time and, and, and being willing and being vulnerable, you know, uh, it just gives me great hope when I listen to people like you that, you know, that you're probably barely 30. So are you? I'm 32. Oh, Okay. <laughs> 33 oh, yeah. Jesus, Jesus ministry started and ended at 33 you'll be crucified next year but there's a resurrection so you're okay. <laughs> kidding 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 your mother will hear this and phone me up how dare you <laughs> um, but no I you know I mean for me it's like wow like I, I know you won't change I, I just know you'll just get wiser and and you know but you'll continue to you know be nailing stuff onto bulletin boards the rest of your life. And whether that's a physical bulletin board or, a, you know, or, or an online bulletin board, you know, <laughs> folks watch the bulletin boards. Joel will be nailing something to it real close. <laughs> watch real close. You'll know it's from him. He doesn't have to put his in. They'll go, that's Joel. I heard him on a podcast. Yeah. But hopefully it won't get me crucified. Yeah. You know what? Who wants to go through life without some scars, you know? Yeah. Because you also know, I mean, it, a person like you makes is great partner material because you're real and you got scars and everything's not pretty in your life. You know, it's like, this is who I am. Because if you can be like that, you know, publicly like this, you'll be like that with somebody who's standing, sitting next to you or laying next to you, whatever, you know? Well, thank you. And I am going to bug you again in the very near future to uh, come on and uh, give us some more chapters. And uh, I mean, especially if you start nailing stuff, you got to send me a, send me a text. So guess what I did? It's like, <laughs> Oh, back to the library. Let us go. You'll be the first uh, to know. <laughs>
That's good because I'm usually the last to know. Oh, no. Anyway, Joe, thank you so much. And uh, you're truly one of my highlights uh, of, of people that I've had on uh, Dirty Little Secrets, Paul's Buddy Buddies and their Dirty Little Secrets. And I just wish you the best. Have a great week. Enjoy your summer. And if, as I've said to you before, if you're ever out here in BC, let us know. You know, I mean, we, we got a guest room for you for sure. And you can just hang out and entertain yourself or entertain us, or we'll give you some nails and paper and you can go nail stuff all over the place. But <laughs> yeah. thank you so much, Paul. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks, Joel. Have a good night. Wasn't that fun? I love having these conversations with my friends. Hey, be sure to subscribe and follow my podcast for more roller coaster wild conversations. Catch you later.